Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Happy motherfucking Step 1 Friday, everybody. What? Change the game right there. Step 1 is now happening in Ontario. The world's longest lockdown is over, mainly. I went to Walmart yesterday, and they had uh, they had taken down all the crime scene tape that they had around the kids' clothes. <laughs> you know, the yellow tape that they had over the frying pans and shit? Made you think someone was dead on the other side of it? Yeah, I remember. It actually felt weird, though. I walked in, and I'm like, seems bigger in here. What's going on? <gasps> they took the fucking tape down. Oh, okay. Did you, did you buy all the things? Like, did you just go crazy on shit you don't even need just because it was available to you now and you felt like you could do it? No, I mean, the employees, I think, were being proactive. They took the tape down, but they still wouldn't sell you any shit. <laughs> Scott's running through the men's department. Give me some Dickies work shirts immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, George. I haven't seen you in a minute. Hello, George, my old Dying friend. Dying to get my ass on some George. Give me some Haynes George. <laughs> Dave, how are you? I'm very well, very well. Are you? Uh, oh. You're Team AstraZeneca, aren't you? I am. You're getting oh. fucked hard by Doug again, aren't you? <laughs> Doug, at this the point, fuck? I'm, yeah, at this point, I'm used to it. <laughs> you don't even feel it going in no, anymore, do you? No, 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 it's all loosey goosey now. <laughs> it's like a hot dog down a hallway these days. What's that itch? Oh, it's Doug again. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Felt a breeze because Doug's back there. Fuck you, Doug! (laughs) So, when are you getting your second shot? Is it sometime before September? Are we talking August? Or do you just have to go and break into a freezer somewhere in Toronto and inject yourself? At this point, nothing surprises me, so I'm going to go ahead and play it conservatively and say November 2025. (laughs) Thanksgiving is going to include your AstraZeneca second dose. That's right. Doug's got the stuffing. Here it comes. Put it in my turkey. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Doug. <laughs> oh shit. Um, first off, I hear an echo. Are, are you got? Have you got mics uh, in queue there, Cat? Just the two. Just the two. We're using. Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> Dave, just so you know, you might get a red flag from the IT department today because Cat decided Aww. to start fucking googling, but she misspelled shit. So oh, there's no. a problem. Listen. It, is it, it was an easy mistake to make, but I wanted to, every now and again, you know, we'll look up some songs based on the vibe. People were feeling good today. You know, Friday, reopening, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, you know what? Let me just look up some, some good summertime, feel good vibe songs. But okay. I didn't type songs. I typed feel good vibe dongs. Oh, no. But the Vibe Dong does look really good, and it's free two-day shipping. That's the good news. Oh, you're kidding. Well, that is, that is a good deal. <laughs> the woman in the picture seems very happy. Very thrilled with that. <laughs> it's a very easy Feel mistake. Dongs. You, want, you want some songs, but you end up with dongs. Good Vibe Weekend Dongs is actually what I Googled, and it's in the history now. I think that just may be the name of the nightclub that reopens once this is all done. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The song Dong. Again, and that's the whole thing. It's like... You know, you came for some songs, you leave with some dongs. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but good vibes here. Yeah. Oh, no. All right. Oh, speaking so- of which, when are the, the peelers open up again? Is that a step three thing or do they get their own step? 
Oh. It might be listed. It, there is a chart somewhere I saw at some point that does list very specific what can open and what can't. And I believe the Rippers are on there somewhere. I haven't been to the ballet in years. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on anymore. The ballet? I wonder if anything's changed. The it's been, ballet? It's is... been a long time. Yeah. Okay. The, the recital where they go up and do their dance performances. <laughs> Well, there's a bar. Yeah, I see how that. I see how you did that. Okay. <laughs> it, see, for a dance class, it's horizontal. For the the dancers, it's vertical, and they slide down. Right. That's that's typically how that works. The bar is kind of like outside the theater where you go for intermission. Right. <laughs> yes, you can go out and get some drinks, and then go back in and watch the show. Oh, and the second act, she brought it a blanket. Gotta <laughs> 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 get messy. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's so true, too. So true. You know what? When they do finally open up the strippers again, they're probably going to put so many fucking rules on it. It'll be crazy. Like, uh, guys, uh, we're getting advice from the modeling. Uh, according to Dr. Brown, uh, a woman's uh, naked nipples can transmit the Delta variant. So they're going to have to keep their shirts on or something stupid like that. Here you go. Ontario.ca, straight from the source. Before step one. Can operate as a restaurant in alignment with restaurant restrictions, aka cur- who is curbside picking up food from a strip club? Oh, if you no. if you were doing Jesus. that, you know, get you need to talk to somebody. You know, have a have a good conversation with someone. Step one: you may operate as a restaurant. Same thing goes in alignment with restaurant restrictions. So, if the, are there rippers with patios? There can't be. I don't think. Uh, don't so. you oh, say there can't oh. be? There most certainly could be. You I just couldn't could get be. naked outside. But I couldn't imagine that. Okay, so that's the thing now. Step two, same thing. Step three, permitted to operate as a strip club in alignment with restaurant and performance restrictions. I just can we go back to the outdoor idea? <laughs> do you like it or do you hate it? Because you could involve water a lot more easily in the summertime. That would actually be really refreshing for them. You sure could. However, you know how a lot of the the patio setups have the the flame tables. And things like that. You go to order a table dance and all of a sudden things are getting seared and, and that's not the intention here. <laughs> well, my girl's got grill marks for some reason. I'm not sure why. I burnt my badge. Yeah. I, <laughs> I burnt my vagina. Fuck you, Doug. <laughs> the good thing is I don't have to go see my waxer because that was taken care of. <laughs> and my uh, epidermis is gone too. <laughs> I, I don't know couldn't... why all strippers sound like this. Yeah, that's that's a that's what is that? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that that's the sound of glitter and and body spray. Oh. It's come to life. I, I hear added it. a new layer there. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, I'm reading this from the St. Catherine Standard. The Sundowner is shaking things up post pandemic by reopening its doors with a twist. The club's adult entertainment will now take place outdoors. There you go. The popular wow. Niagara Falls Strip Club is opening a 4,000 square foot covered patio complete with multiple stages, a pole, and socially distanced tables. Oh. Yeah, but how the fuck do you do a socially distanced lap dance? When's that happening? You can't. You can't. I bet you the strippers will be happy, though, with, to have a six-foot pole to keep people away. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, this, is, this is for our health. They've been dreaming of this. Yeah. Wow, so they are going to go with the outdoor idea. Interesting. Yeah. I feel bad for the strippers and the mosquitoes in the summer. Oh. Imagine you're up there and, and you're like, Love me like a oh. vampire. Oh, bite again. <laughs> Slapping themselves yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's hot. Yeah, guy, uh, the guys are like, yeah. And like, no, it's mosquitoes. <laughs> Do that again. And she's like, no. And she like, starts scratching. And you're like, oh, wait. <laughs> uh, did you uh, need anything this weekend, Dave? 
No. Not from the strip club. I just mean in general. Like, is there anything? <laughs> Going to swing by and get some mac and cheese and hot dogs for lunch. <laughs> some bits th- and bites. Yeah, I think a, a buffet to strip club might be where the coronavirus started. I think that's, that's where COVID-19 originated. Ground zero. Yeah, Must be COVID-19 or older to enter. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I, uh, I don't have any... Uh, I don't need anything this weekend. I'm I'm excited to be able to sit on a patio and enjoy that kind of atmosphere, but I don't I don't desperately need anything. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So you uh, won't find me lining up for three hours to get into HomeSense. It started already. It started very early in the morning. I'm Scott myself do a radio morning show. I know a lot of our podcast listeners do listen to that too. And right away we had people saying, "Holy Costco." People were lined up around the block for Costco. People were going out to eat for breakfast on the patio, which is fine. That's I've gone to Costco option. during the uh, during the essential only, and, and I, I don't know the things I couldn't get at Costco were toys, the Bible on CD, and trampolines. And I'm like, I don't need toys, those clothes. Clothes, yeah. yeah. I'm like, eh. that was a big. I think that was a big one for people was the clothes. Uh, maybe give me that uh, goddamn feel a tracksuit yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Championne. Yeah, I, I can't that. wait. I need that box of 15 sports bras, and I need it now. Yeah. <laughs> but why were clothes not essential? Uh, you want to go down this road again? I'm just, I guess I just we don't, don't have to. Want I was to. just wondering. I don't want to anymore. Where's the fuck you, Doug, when you need it? <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Doug! <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> it does shock me, though, how many people seem to need underwear. And I'm going to put this out there because before COVID-21 hits, maybe you guys should go and fucking stock up because you shouldn't get to a point in life where you have to make a decision between wearing yesterday's underwear, doing laundry, or not wearing underwear at all. It should never fucking come to that. You So you're talking about like an, uh, an emergency prepared kit that includes some Hanes? Is that, is that well, the, the suggestion? I don't know. What, who the fuck's got a less than a week's worth of underwear? Yeah, like, like, you guys have a decent amount of underwear, yes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like probably like 15, 20 I know, pairs. I don't understand it either. Like, unless, you know what I was thinking is maybe there's a lot of people that gained some poundage. Would that, would that even factor in it? It's an elastic fucking okay. waistband. Okay. How See, much I'm weight trying. did you put on? I'm trying to figure it out, too. I don't get it myself. I don't know. Doug looks like he's put on a few pounds, though. I'll say that. He's, he's D- stressed. Doug got into the groceries. <laughs> he's stressed. He's absolutely stressed. Yeah, he's stress eating. <laughs> just eating fucking Tim Horton sandwiches and just pounding back the booze or you know, something. I, and I, this, I'm going to say this out loud, and I wonder maybe if he should use this as like a campaign uh, thing for him moving forward. Something that, folks, I'm with you. Like, I gained weight. I, I, I felt like crap during the pandemic. I didn't mm-hmm. exercise. Let's do this together. Let's unite. I'm on your team. You, I'm just like you. I want to see him exercise. That would be great. It yeah. would be like the before when they did body break, right? Well, I I loved the Hal uh, and Joanne replaced oh, by Doug Ford. Get some participation <laughs> going. Yeah. What was it? Remember when uh, Rob Ford did that photo op and he was playing football and he took that oh, tumble? Yes. God, they I, played that like over and over again on like late night shows, didn't oh they? At one point, Jimmy Kimmel. I think he had it in the intro to his show. Like. <laughs> It has nothing to do with him. But <laughs> it was Rob Ford taking a tumble trying to take a catch. Oh. I felt bad for him at that time. Oh. Yeah. It was a little like a weeble, though. You know how you can like tip him over and they just bounce right back up again? Like The guy's resilient. Like, fuck. <laughs> well, you know um, what? I mean, that would be something that people can relate to because there's a lot of us that, that uh, 
put on a few extra. The COVID fifteen, some some went COVID fifty. Yeah, I'm there too, right? Like, I mean, I was fat to begin with, but now, fuck, I got a barrel going here. I probably should start working out. I'll do that as soon as the gyms reopen. How about right. that? Oh, is that, is that, that the? Uh, that's the new New Year's. That's the line. Uh, that's the new New Year's resolution. Yeah, that's the line. Starting that January first, I'm going to the gym. <laughs> Let's see here. And then they lie about it. They're like, oh, my God, I went to the gym and I did the elliptical and my arms are killing me. You're like, mm, I don't know if that's true. I did. I did the Stairmaster and my shoulders are killing me. You're like, but that's not what happens in the. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at least they know what they're called. They're just mixing up the machines. That's correct. <laughs> uh, Dave, the Montreal Canadians are going to round three and their first stop out of lockdown is in fucking Las Vegas, right? Abs versus the Golden Knights on Monday. How do you feel about it? Because I see I'd Kat, go to Vegas Kat, tomorrow. Kat's got her 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 head on her chin, or sorry, her head on her, her fist. Just sort of, you look sad. sad. You know why? It has nothing to do with the NHL at all. I just want to go to Vegas. I'm oh. actually jealous that they're going to Vegas. You're feeling FOMO for the I'm Canadians. Totally feeling FOMO, and now I have a second reason to dislike them this year. <laughs> Isn't that amazing, though? You finally get to leave, and the first place you're going is Vegas, baby. Oh, that. Yeah. They're coming back with COVID 19 and a whole bunch of other shit. (laughs) They're going to let loose. I couldn't imagine playing or living in Las Vegas. Like, I couldn't imagine if I was a sports team and, like, that was my, my. Home city. That's your home. Like yeah. the Oakland Raiders moved to to Vegas. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights are there now, yeah. and they're talking about an NBA team possibly going there, and and uh, a baseball team relocating there. And oh, I, I just couldn't imagine the life. Like it's just too busy. Or is it like people who live in Niagara Falls never go to Clifton Hill? Yeah, right? it might be that way because I know if you live in Vegas, chances are you don't. I mean, you don't live on the Strip. There's a whole life that's kind of outside of the Strip. That's actually decent. It's, it's far enough away where if you drive 30 minutes out, it's kind of calm, peaceful, resident, very residential. It's not like that everywhere. So, yeah, I think it's probably like that for a lot of people. Like, yeah, I live in Vegas, but it probably is like a Niagara Falls where you go, you know, what the, the typical, oh, someone's coming to visit, so got to go down to the falls and bring them there and take them on the old tourist route. So I'm sure it's like that there too. The people who live in Niagara Falls are like, if I have to go in the Maida to Mist one more goddamn time. And pretend that it's a new experience for me every time. Oh, cool. I got wet. I didn't (laughs) expect that from the water. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, there's only four types of people that live in Las Vegas. You're either in Cirque du Soleil, you're a car dealer, a drug dealer or a stripper. That's or, or, all hey, there is to it. Let's be fair. You might be an MMA fighter. That's oh, tr- that's true too. <laughs> no, yeah. that is not true. Have you? Do you guys not watch home um, home building shows and stuff like that? Makeover shows. Oh, you, you know they've been sitting on my PVR for about six, 16 years you, now. And I, sw- got <laughs> I swear, though, anyone that you watch that's in Vegas, they're older people that have retired for sure. Uh, and there are some families there. There's actually a decent amount. It's it's like any other place. It really is outside the strip. At least from that's what I get from the shows that I watch on on HGTV. See, I know Scott enjoys casinos, but isn't like a I gotta go all the time kind of guy. Like, right. if we're if we're if we're going to an event at like you know Casino Rama or Casino Niagara, something like that, play the tables for a little bit, eh, play some blackjack before the show or after the show. Ah, let's kill some time. But it's never been like I need to I need to go there. Um, I don't. I don't understand that mentality. I've I've never been there either. Where I'm like, I just I'm just going to go play the slots for a few hours mm-hmm. and then leave. Like I, I've I've never been able to get my mind there. Um, uh, one night it was in uh, Windsor, and went to was staying at Casino Windsor actually, and there was uh, 
there was a lady standing outside the front. And my buddy's walking in. He was playing. I think he was playing blackjack. And and uh, and uh, the lady just says to him, "Oh, so how how's your night going?" And he says, "Oh, not bad. I think I'm I'm, I'm down a little bit." And then she said, "Oh yeah, me too." And and she was a very regular. She had the card. She had all that all that stuff. And so she says to my buddy, "Like, oh, how how down are you?" And he goes, 50? And he meant fifty dollars. And she went, "Oh, that's nothing. I'm down 70. And she, she meant seventy thousand. She was down seventy thousand dollars. Seventy thousand yeah. dollars. And she was like, eh, "I'm gonna go back in and, and keep playing." Yeah. Like it was like there was no. Yeah. For me, I'm like, if I drop a twenty dollar bill, my night's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I cannot imagine there that. There are high highs and low lows. If you were yeah. someone who goes regularly, and you might. That's why you can always tell when you hear. Let's say slot machines. Let's use slot machines as an example because they make the loud noises and mm-hmm. the bells and the whistles go off and it catches attention and people are all looking. You can always tell by the reaction of the person whether they are a hardcore gambler or not because I've seen it before where it's like, you just won $5,000 on this machine. Like, if that was me, holy oh, shit, yeah. I would be telling everybody, like, look at this, guys, I'm rich. This, I've seen people before just blank stare like nothing's happening they're just actually really impatient with the casino worker that should be delivering their money because they've been there before but you know they've had highs and they've had low lows and it is a scary thing though i mean it really is an addiction for a lot of people oh 100 i'm not there either but i also have felt that high of winning the most i've ever won slot machine it was las vegas it was six hundred dollars I, oh, my God. I would be losing right? my mind. But, Dave, I lost most of it the rest of the trip. Like, the good yeah. thing is I left even when it comes to my spending money, right? And yeah. I'm smart with that. I'm not the type that will just spend and spend on my own pocket. I spend what I win if, I, if I'm lucky enough to win. But that, to me, was like, whoa, that feeling, right? It is one of those addictive, strange feelings. And the sound of the casino can sometimes set people off and trigger people. It's, it's an interesting place. It, it really is. So when it comes to Vegas... If you're not there to gamble, I get it when you're probably just thinking, what is happening here? Well, there's that one thing that I get, I totally understand, is the feeling of, well, this one, the next one could be it. Right. You know, and it doesn't matter what game you're playing. Mm -hmm. The next one could be it. And that's where it just keeps going and going and going. And then you start to rationalize, okay, well, I mean, I spent 20 bucks, but I won 30, so I'll spend that 30. And I really, I'll just throw in another 20. And then all of a sudden it's. Yeah. You realize, oh, my God, I just dropped like $400 in half an hour. It happens quick for some people, especially. Do you ever set a, do you set a limit to it? Like, Scott, for you, like, do you go in thinking I'm going to uh, I'm going to put aside, let's just use a round number, 100 bucks, and this is what I'm going to spend tonight? Uh, okay, so most of the time I do, and I most of the time stick to it. There's only twice where I ever got really into it. Once was in Vegas, and I was out at like 5 o'clock in the morning trying to win my money back. Mm-hmm. And that time I think I lost... Like fourteen hundred bucks. Oh. That one sucked. Yeah. But uh, the one that really bugs me the most, and I only lost half that amount, was on the fucking Disney cruise. And I'm like, God oh. damn it! How can you lose six hundred dollars US on a cruise surrounded by Disney characters? And fucking Pluto over there, and Mickey Mouse, and the fucking laughing at me. <laughs> Scott, Mickey, Scott. <laughs> Mickey's dealing cards at the blackjack table, and you're like, hit me, hit me. He's like, you got a twelve. You got a fourteen. <laughs> 22 bus dealer wins. <laughs> I'm picturing Scott pissed off leaving the casino doors on the cruise and, and Mickey's there like, hi there, how are you? And Scott just like punches him in the Falls face off. like, fuck you, Mickey. <laughs> Goofy Sandler, why the long face, feller? <laughs> like, shut up. Elsa's like, let it go. He's like, fuck you. You're like, I just want to play the Toy Story slots now. 
By the way, why is there a casino on the Disney cruise? Because I'm thinking about it, and I probably should have been spending time with the kids at the time. For as long as there's a kids' club, which I assume there is somewhere on the Disney cruise, there's going to be a casino. Guaranteed. Also for, like, the uncles and aunts and the grandma and grandpas that join the party, and even for the parents. Like, I think about the big trips that I may take one day, and there's probably going to be a couple nights where I'm like, well, you're watching the kids because I'm hitting the casino hard. Yeah, it it could happen. So I think having it there is nothing but a plus for them. It was a fucking trap for me, I'll tell you that. You know, all that that being said... I wouldn't mind going to a casino. I wouldn't mind too. <laughs> now don't you want to go? My great aunt had a, a great policy, and this was back when they used to spit out the coins. And she would go in with with twenty dollars and would sit down, and she liked to play. She liked to play the slots, and so she would just go to a cheap machine, the five cent machines, and mm-hmm. some, maybe even the penny slots. So she would sit down, put the twenty dollars in, cash it out, and get a cup full of coins. Of the of the of the the tokens basically, so she would put that cup on the left side of the machine, and that's all she would play. So twenty dollars worth of coins, she would put one in the machine one at a time. If she won two, if she won three, four, five, she would cash it out every single time and put all the winnings into another cup, and she would never touch her winnings. Always kept it to the right side, so she would only play. As long as she had coins in the left side, she'd never transfer them over to, to keep a game going. And she's told me she's never left a loss. She's never lof- left with less than she started with. Wow. So she was always a winner. Sometimes it's, you know, $20.50. Sometimes it's, you know, a couple grand. So anywhere in between, but she never, ever lost. But I don't, I, now you, it's the cards or it, the money's right in the machine and it's all yeah. digital and you're like, it's not real anymore, right? Yeah. And they spit out the, t- the ticket that you, like you don't yeah. get the coins. You don't, like there's no, with, without a physical thing to remind you of what you're doing, it's so easy to just let it go. It's like a debit card. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you're not, you don't have a stack of cash that you can see disappearing. Your debit card is just swipe, 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 swipe. Yep. So true. That's scary. It is scary. Okay, last thing on this topic, and then we have to get to the content for today. Oh. This is 25 minutes of preamble. Are we not we even there yet? Again. Come no, on. This happens every fucking time Dave comes in here. <laughs> Throw out the agenda. What's the point? Who cares? <laughs> um, ben Affleck is... Uh, chronic gambler would you say yeah he you know i don't know i don't know if he has a gambling problem i mean the guy's pretty brilliant um for those who don't know ben affleck does love a casino and it was seven if i'm not mistaken it's about seven years ago or so he was busted counting cards at the hard rock in las vegas they Mm. kicked him out they banned him and he's back in vegas now he's filming a movie i don't believe it's at the hard rock i think it's at another casino uh, but that said, yes, he does enjoy the casino very much. And he said that before. He also put out a statement after that happened being like, yeah, I can count cards. And I did. Like, is it a problem with me or is it a problem with the casino? You tell it's me. It's a problem with the casino. It shouldn't be illegal to count cards. Well, not illegal, but you, can't, you shouldn't be able to get thrown out of a casino because you have a brain that can process numbers quickly. Yeah. I don't know why that's a problem. It's impressive is what it is, I think. Like, if I see four kings come out, am I just supposed to forget that, yeah, four kings are out? Okay, that narrows down the face cards. I don't think that should be illegal. But now he's rolling with J-Lo's mom? Is he hooking up some kinky shit here, or what's going on? <laughs> kinky shit with, with, with the mom? Well, he's dating J-Lo, but he was with J-Lo's mom, Yeah, right? well, she showed up on, okay, he's filming, he's filming a movie, to be fair. And it seemed like, I don't know if she was just there as a gambler and happened to, like, stumble upon Ben Affleck. I'm sure that that's not how it went. I'm sure it was more like, oh, my mom might come and see you. She's in Vegas. Awesome. Because they were seen together and they were hugging and everything else. So all is well there. But J-Lo's mom is apparently, like, a hard gambler. Oh, really? Hard gambler. 
Yeah, and she's always at the casinos. Like, people see her at the casino and be like, that's J-Lo's mom. So she's like the lady at Casino Windsor who was like, or Caesars Windsor, Windsor or whatever it was, who was like, I'm down 70 grand. How long have you been here? Seven minutes. Yeah, like, but oh. it's okay. J-Lo's my daughter. Yeah, basically. Well, in that case, yeah. 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 Oh. All right. Well, I'll try and make this quick here, guys. It's a study out of Penn that says, uh, number one, texting and driving is still a huge issue. Mm. I don't do it anymore. I don't. At first, I thought the law was stupid, and then I just tried to cut down use. Now, I don't know what it was that clicked, but I just realized now, no, I'm not touching my phone. Fuck that. I'm just going to focus on driving. And I think that's the right way to do it. Am I right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Of course. And I don't understand. Like, I have a vehicle that allows me to do it so easily, so why would I? Uh, Off topic, but I think that Apple CarPlay and Android Auto should be mandatory standard Mm -hmm. equipment on a vehicle. They shouldn't be able to charge you extra. That's safety equipment. If they don't charge you more for an airbag, they shouldn't charge you more for Apple CarPlay. But anyway, so Penn, they studied these texters and drivers, and they found out that texting and driving doesn't actually make you a worse driver. Turns out you're already a bad driver to begin with. People that text and drive are statistically far more likely to engage in road rage, speeding, tailgating, failing to yield, running red lights, and passing people aggressively. That makes sense in my head. It makes total sense. If you would take that kind of a risk, it makes sense that you would do those other things, doesn't it? I think so, and I think you got to call out another group of people within that uh, that collection are the ones that say, "Uh, I just checked it at the red light. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, I hear yeah. that all the time from people. Like, oh, what's the big deal? I'm 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 at a red light. It's like, no, it's still a big deal because you're still operating a vehicle, yep. and there's still things that can happen that you need to be aware of. When you take your eyes off the road, even when you're stopped, you're you're in a dangerous position. You could kill someone. Okay. Well, full disclosure though, red lights and drive-throughs, I'm not necessarily opposed to a quick check. I mean, if you're stopped, I think that should be okay, but you've got to be fully focused on the road when it's time to go. The drive-thru is a tricky one, though, because every fucking drive-thru restaurant these days wants to see your phone. Yeah. Oh, you got a coupon. Oh, you want to pay with points. Oh, did you order ahead? How does that work? I mean, Tim Hortons, I can't, I have to give them my code, right? So you have to unplug, I usually unplug my phone and I'll let them see it, but I'm driving my car, technically speaking. Mm -hmm. So, but You need one of those 16-foot cables. Yeah, is what I need. (laughs) Even then, though, I'm still touching my phone. They won't let you get away with that. But all of the places are like that. It's very convenient. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for those apps. But I always wonder if that, if you're behind, if a cop's behind you and you're in the drive-thru, are you nervous to use your app? Because I probably would be. Like, what if they try to bust me on this? Because technically speaking, I'm using my phone while I'm driving, even though I'm in a drive-thru. Yeah, I guess it's a gray zone. Is it's not a road? Do they have the jurisdiction to, to, to? I don't even know. Take it you for that? That's a good question. I'm pretty sure they can bust you for just about anything. And if he wants to be a real dick about it, or she wants to be a real dick about it, they could. I mean, yeah, you're unless you put the car in park and I guess shut it off or whatever, then technically you're breaking the law. Boy, if you need to meet your quota that month, stand outside of Tim's drive-thru. Because I've done it. I hold up my phone. Yeah, flash the little code. Great. Yeah, did I get my points? Okay, fine. Start driving away and the phone's still in your hand. Mm-hmm. They could nail you like crazy right there. But technically, that's illegal. Soon enough, the technology will be there where your your window will just be a screen. And you'll be able to pull up an app on your screen and be like, oh, scan the code on my on my window. And it'll be all digital. Too much. I'm like, not ready. You know the refrigerators that have like you can you can make like lists and everything on it, and you can it's all touchscreen and that. Yeah, eventually our windows will be like that. Think of okay, that. Okay, 
But if we have that kind of technology, then why can't we just invent the technology to make your own goddamn coffee in the car? Well, yes. Where's the Tesla with a Keurig <laughs> built right into it? No, man. How am I going to kick my car if the coffee doesn't come out right like I do with my Keurig? <laughs> how many people say on a regular basis, I have no use for my glove compartment? Put an easy bake oven in there. <laughs> yeah. How was your drive this morning? Not bad. Made an apple cruller. Got into a crash because I <laughs> got into a crash because I burned my fucking hand on a hot pie that I made in my car on the way here. It's distracted driving at its at its absolute peak. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. I was making a tin of muffins. It's the boss's birthday this morning. Seth MacFarlane is a great guy, and good news. He's about to get even more rich than he already is because they're bringing back Ted. Are you a Ted fan, Dave? I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, it's a prequel series. Yeah, I, I didn't know I needed a, a Ted origin story. Yeah, you know what? But the thing is, in the movie, I think maybe in both, but in the original for sure, I know that they kind of, they do look back at Mark Wahlberg when he got Ted for the first time, yeah. when he made The Wish and blah, blah, blah. You could definitely do something with that. I don't know. Seth MacFarlane will be in it, so I assume he's just going to be voicing Ted, but maybe he'll be in it physically too. That might be kind of funny. Who knows? But we know he'll be back as Ted. So it will be the legit voice, but I could see them doing some things with like a teenage version of Mark Wahlberg at the time. Where it was like, like young Sheldon of the teddy bear world. Basically, yep. but I, I could see it because it's inappropriate and it is going to be on a streaming platform. It, it, it needs to have swearing. I mean, that's kind of part of Ted. I think it's going to be like, a, you know, he enters college. Like what happened that time he maybe entered college or his teenage years? So that might be interesting. We'll see. But it made like $750 million between the two movies. So it's. I, I totally get why he would want to continue on and make that money. He makes money. That's all that guy does is just make money. It's crazy. Seth MacFarlane called me a prick once. He did? I remember that. That was hilarious, it was so funny. Yeah, he, we, we were hanging out with him at the, I think it was the MMVAs. It was, yeah. And, who uh, was he dating at the time? Oh, who was, was that? It? Um, was it Amanda Seyfried he was with? Maybe. I think you might be right. What? Then that, was that around the, t- well, they were together on Ted 2. He hired her on Ted 2. Okay, no, no was this was back this. like when Family Guy was just out. Oh. Yeah, so this is this is a while. No, Dave and I have been, been drinking together for a long time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is back in the day for real. Yes, okay. I tripped over the curb on Queen Street trying to meet Seth. Yeah, so we're, actually, <laughs> I didn't even know who he was. Yeah, I know, and I'm like pointing it out. He's like, I don't watch cartoons. Scott, Scott's <laughs> like, I don't know who that is. So anyway, we were chatting backstage and, and hanging out with him, and, and uh, as I was a fan of of the work, right? So we're just talking about it, and and. Uh, we we do things where the you know you hear like an artist say like hey this is Justin Timberlake and you're listening to ninety one five the beat like right they'll do those kind of things they're called drops so Seth MacFarlane does a drop for us and he does it in Stewie's voice so he's like he's like uh, I think it was I think Ashley was our co-host at the time and he's like you're listening to Scott Ashley and Dave I like Scott and Ashley but Dave's a bit of a prick he's owed, he's owed me twenty bucks for years or something like that <laughs> nice <laughs> and I was I was just like ah, he made fun of me like That's it was awesome. just, it was just fun it was it was good but he was super nice and super easy to chat with and. Very personable, really cool, wow. uh, really okay. good guy. So I always root for him and his projects because he was very nice to us. Well, I mean, the funny thing about that night is, let's say it was Amanda Seyfried that he was with, is people were there to see her. Nobody knew who Seth MacFarlane was, like what he looked like. So he is one of the biggest stars in the world that a lot of people wouldn't recognize if they saw him walking down the street. I didn't recognize him. Dave did. So we're standing there having yeah. a drink with this guy shooting the shit, and he's just watching this media fawn over his girlfriend, probably thinking to himself, <laughs> they have no idea. 
They have no fucking clue. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Dude, he's dated a lot of people, by the way. As I Google this, there's a lot of there's a lot of names. Good on him. Amelia Clark is one that I didn't even know they dated, but they dated mm. back in 2012. Khaleesi, he dated Khaleesi. Khaleesi? Yeah, what? from 2012 to 2013, they were they were together. I forgot about that. I didn't even know that. Dave, uh, where do you stand on the controversial topic of Rose? Rose? Tomorrow, tomorrow is National Rose Day, and it seems like just in the last couple of years, Rose all day has dominated way too much of my listening time. Yeah, that's fair. I, I don't care for it. It's not my thing. But did your wife like Rose? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I you think don't all know. Girls okay, do. I actually don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Actually, I honestly don't know. I have okay. no idea. All right. She might. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know if she likes rosé? No. We're not a crack a bottle of wine kind of couple. No? No, we don't. Like, we don't sit like, oh, let's grab a bottle of wine. We just don't. That's not us. Does does she crack a bottle of wine? Or, or <laughs> no. When Dave she... goes to bed at 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, like, I don't know. She might give different answers than you. Yeah. No, she she's um she makes, like, her own spritzers and stuff. Instead, oh, She'll fun. do, like, the carbonated water, like, with the soda stream. Mix it with wine and then mix it with like a fruit juice or something like so that. So she's got, a, I bet you she likes rosé then. Probably. Maybe. Okay. I okay. don't know. Would she might carbonate it, I guess? I don't know. Well. Sounds to me like she's probably knows like eight different recipes for how to make sangria or something like that's that. What, like which I'll, is, I'll bet that she's in it. That's my favorite kind of person. Um, I There is sparkling rosés. Then there's okay. regular rosés. Yeah. Okay. So I tweeted out today. Hey, tomorrow is National Rosé Day. I cannot believe how much engagement that fucking tweet got mm-hmm, mm-hmm, listen if you like wine you don't like rosé rosé is trash <laughs> rosé is the leftover grapes that weren't good enough to make it in good wine damn there sh- you go shots fired at the rosé community more yeah, rosé for the people who, it up. no more rosé for the people who <laughs> like rosé that's fine you're uh, a rosé girl I don't mind rosé. I'm not a rosé all day, but I'm not in anything all day. I mean, I'm I'm like two hours tops of drinking, and that's all you'll get from me, because otherwise after that it's not good. So I that's, cut my... Would you be drink all day, but not commit to one particular brand or variety? Rosé all 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. That's that's me. <laughs> rosé on a very regimented schedule. <laughs> very regimented. In bed by 10, rosé cat. That's me. Uh, but you know what? I'll partake, though. I'll partake in, in National Rosé Day tomorrow. I'll probably have one. I thought that I didn't like rosé, Scott, but my neighbor is a massive fan of rosé. And when she came over once, she brought over a bottle as a gift. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to have some of this. And I was Who actually- introduces themselves with a bottle of rosé? My kind of people. All right. Is that like somebody, in your world, Scott, is that like somebody walking up to your front door and being like, I brought some 7-Up. Why don't we go have a seat in the backyard? <laughs> Someone bringing you steaks or something? Like, I don't know what the equivalent is. It's not I'm- even a 7-Up. It's actually like like the uh, Great Value <laughs> brand. Spritz Up? Spritz Up. <laughs> he said, brought some Spritz Up. How you doing, new bestie? I'm like, what? Spritz Up. I was fine with it, but it was a very good bottle. And, you know, some very more, they are more expensive, but there's some very good, nice, dry, crisp, perfect for the summer, I'd say. I think summertime is the only time I'd sip on a rosé or chug one. Uh, Just got a new case of RC Cola that's got your name all over it. (laughs) 
delightful. Um, the reason why we were talking about it, though, is finally uh, Post Malone's Rosé, which is selling out like crazy in the States, is finally at the LCBO stores as of today, guys, just so you know. And if you're our GTA, one of our lovely GTA listeners, you have many more to choose from, many more locations than uh, where we broadcast the show. And I think there's only a couple of Waterloo locations and one uh, K- Kitchener location that has it. There's one in Guelph as well. But they'll be sold out real, real, real quick. They're thirty bucks a bottle. But I, I'm, I'm dying to try it. What's an average bottle of rosé go for? You can buy them for a dollar fifty or something. <laughs> Scott wouldn't pay more than fifty cents. It's like baby duck. You know, like look, if you're going like VQA, if you're going in Ontario, rosé anywhere between like ten to fourteen dollars. And can I, then, can I just tell you, I'm wine illiterate. So when you say like VQA, you I don't didn't even know, know what that, that means. Meant, okay, I have no idea okay. what that means. Well, that's that? like a Niagara. That's like a Niagara. What does VQA have stand for? The act- Very quality, quality something uh, asshole. I, I don't a, know. It's, a, it's an asshole. Yeah, it's a stamp that they put on it basically to show that they are. Uh, is it just Niagara grapes? Period. The end, or is that Ontario grapes, Scott? I think it's Ontario grapes. I want to say Listen, something. we're growing grapes in too many fucking places in this province all of a sudden because everybody clued into the fact that Niagara is making a fortune yeah. making wine. Now they're fucking growing grapes in like Sudbury and here, try this this vintage bottle from Timmins and like fuck off. They don't Dude. grow grapes in Timmins. Try this rosé from Dick Slap County in Ontario. <laughs> Everybody, anybody been to Kirkland Falls or Kirk, Kirkland Lake? Let's go and get one of those. Like, oh, okay. A Kirkland Lake wine, huh? That's amazing. Some of my That's husband- not even a grape. It's a plum. What the fuck? Yeah, we can only grow grapes in Kirkland Lake for about two weeks. So this is all you fucking get. Right behind the arena. Right beside the snow that hasn't melted yet from the ice. <laughs> I love many people in Kirkland Lake, but they'll stick to hockey players. We, get, sure. about, we get about eight bottles a year. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it premium. You really squeeze those grapes yeah. out oh, to get yeah. that too, right? Limited edition. <laughs> so, you, might, you might want to mix it with spritz up before yeah, you drink it. Yeah, make yourself a spritzer. <laughs> the Kirkland Lake Saturday night special. <laughs> I've been to Kirkland Lake several times. We do love you, Kirkland Lake. Did you get a jaw-dropping moment? No, we don't. Speak for yourself. We have listeners in Kirkland Lake. I've been to Kirkland Lake. Yes, we do. I love Kirkland Lake. Kirkland Lake's beautiful. As a fact, I can tell you we do. I've been to Kirkland Lake, too. You've been to Kirkland Lake? I've been there. Shut up. Yes. What did you do in Kirkland Lake? When I was running uh, the wrestling company that he he used to have. We we did a show on in Kirkland Lake in the arena. They probably all showed up. It was awesome. It was a great crowd. There's nothing else to do there but watch hockey games at the arena or watch whatever else comes there. Wrestling, yeah. Watch when wrestling comes to town. Yeah, we went up there in the summer. We did like a Northern Ontario loop. We did it a bunch of times. Really? Yeah. Sudbury, Kirkland Lake, Timmins, North Bay, like all all that loop um, out like Iroquois Falls. Like we went far, went to the swastika? Cochrane. You've been to Swastika. I was going to ask you, how I, jarring I is it when you swastika. drive by and you see the the just a big city sign that yeah. says Swastika? Yeah, I've been to saw Swastika. What? Yeah, there's a Swastika, Ontario. I know it's weird. It's super it's weird. Super weird, and it, it probably won't change. But if like people really knew about it, they might want minute. it to change. They're toppling statues. Yeah, they're changing names of auditoriums and doing all of that stuff. Yeah. And I think that there's some great progression there. You're telling me that they can't change the name of Swastika? Yeah, swastika. <laughs> That's insane. What do you I mean you can't that. change it? Yeah, change it to literally anything else. Change it to Ninja Star. I don't care what you call it. <laughs> call it something that's not swastika. How My can friends, anybody... we can't cancel a city in Northern Ontario. How can anybody be upset with the idea that we changed the name of a place called Swastika? <laughs> 
Why is, why is this controversial? I know people who live there too will kind of purposely change the town name that so they'll still get the mail, you know, because they but they don't want to put that they live in swastika. Just put a PO box because automatically they look like a racist motherfucker. Well, Hazel driving down for about an hour to get the mail. I don't want anyone to know I live in swastika. Honestly, how can that still be called swastika? I don't know. I don't know. I you know I wish that I knew if there was a history to it too. I'm not sure if people are calling for it. I don't know. I, and I don't. I, I can't profess that I've spent a lot of time driving through swastika, but like, what are the street names? Like, are there things there that we have to really pay attention to? Is some really like, should we dive a little deeper on yeah, this? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like yeah. Hitler Boulevard. Like, I mean, what, why, why is this place called swastika? It's brutal. It's uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know the answer. They're trying to that. take it back. They're like yeah. <laughs> Germans ruined it for us. Swastika <laughs> was a great word. <laughs> then they came along. Like, uh, I don't know. I just don't, I, I just don't understand how that cannot change. I can't change. believe you've been to Kirkland Lake and you know of swastika. I don't think yeah. I know anybody else. I swear to God, it's so jarring That's as you're crazy. going. It's, I think it's off what, Highway 11. You're driving yeah. and, and yeah. all of a sudden you're just swastika. You're like, crazy. That seems like a weird thing to put up. <laughs> is this right? <laughs> this is uh, White Nationalist Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Pop into City Hall. You're like, excuse me? <laughs> I live on Confederate Crescent. <laughs> Stop by. Hit the court. See my Dukes of Hazard car. The General <laughs> Lee's in the driveway. <laughs> what? Oh, that's wonderful. Kid Rock's going to move there soon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we got to bounce. Thank you for listening to this edition of After Nine. We hope you have a fabulous weekend. Please be reminded don't be an asshole this weekend. Please don't be an asshole. If the food doesn't come out right, if the server took a little too long, if you went in to buy fucking light bulbs and they don't have any, like, please just don't be a dick to the staff. Go ahead and complain all you want on social media, but don't be rude to a person. You can tweet Doug Ford if you're angry. Fuck you, Doug! <laughs> I just got this note in real quick before before we wrap here. Uh, After 9 is now the number one podcast in Swastika, Ontario. So- no way! <laughs> yeah! We should come up with a salute for that. Yeah. I think we'll I think we'll just pass on that. The final episode of the reality show Keeping Up with the Kardashians aired. And if you've never seen the show before, trust me, you've kept up. They're sisters and they're rich. Got it. The series finale of Keeping Up with the Kardashians on the E! Network, it is the rear end of an era. And, you know, I thought this was kind of cool, though. To commemorate the Kardashians' run, the Smithsonian is going to put all their original lips on display. This is cool. I saw that Mattel just announced its first line of Barbie dolls made from recycled plastic. That's great, but honestly, I feel like they could have done a better job with the name. Garbage Barbie. I, I just... 7-Eleven just announced that this year their free Slurpee giveaway will not just occur on one day, but for the entire month of July. It's part of their 94th birthday celebration, which means they're almost as old as the hot dogs on the rotating grill. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal. Broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.